Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with Dale Collins of Tuckasegee Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale? Doing good, Marvin. Hope you are. As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and uh, you know, I think the good news in your neck of the woods is that old man Winter might be loosening his grip just a touch. You know, I'm 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 curious to see what happens over the next couple of weeks, but we're we're starting to get longer uh, longer daylight, so. That helps. Um, so certainly, like today, we hit 50 degrees. And so, you know, we're in January. If we would have hit 50 degrees, it might have been that way for half an hour. You know, now we're going to be in that 50-degree window a little bit, you know, longer. Um, so what's exciting, you know, as we, we move into the back half of February is we'll start seeing, you know, those spring bugs coming around. You know, we're already starting to hear some of the spring, um, some of the spring birds coming around. The bluebirds are getting loud. and the daffodils are coming up in my yard. Um, so that means, you know, there's some mechanisms in place with daylight hours uh, and water temperature that, that are going to get things rolling uh, pretty pretty quickly here towards spring things happening. So it's, it's really exciting to see. Yeah, absolutely. And how is that translating to what you guys are seeing on the water? So, you know, you, you've got, we're still, we're still pretty chilly at night. So, um, you know, we're, we're waking up and seeing, you know, upper twenties, lower thirties in the mornings. And then, so your bite window now where in January it might've been 11 o'clock now it's you know, maybe 10 or nine. So you're just, you've got more time on the water, um, for, for better fishing, but it's, it's still your blooming olive game. Um, you know, we're seeing this, this definitely black caddis time that's happening. Um, and little black stoneflies, plenty of those. Uh, and, you know, if you're in a shop, you know, you find a black cat, grab it. But if you have trouble seeing those things, which they can be pretty hard to see, grab a peacock cat. That's a really good one to toss on right now. Uh, it's got a black or a dark body, I should say, with that, that peacock uh, hurl body um, and then a, a bleached elk um, uh, wing case there. So it's a little easier to pick up when you're when you're casting. But those are some good topwater choices. Your nymphs, your prince nymphs are always are always really good. Um, if you can find like dark copper johns um, or even like a black hare's ear, that's really nice. And then your midge game is still on really really well too. Yeah, that sounds like that might be the uh, the dropper of choice on some of those small nymphs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then and we've got a question from Matt, and Matt's a frequent question asker on the articulate fly and. You know, he, yeah, he wanted to get the latest kind of on high elevation streams. And I think really where he was going, because he asked a follow-up question, was he kind of wanted to know the impact of the fluctuating temperatures have been on fishing. And you and I were talking before we started recording that, you know, this has been a winter where we've seen kind of crazy swings from like 70 to like snow, back to 60, back to snow. And kind of what has that been doing to the fishing? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um you know, we, we've seen winters where for, you know, three weeks we didn't get above freezing. And certainly, like, that that higher elevation game is just completely shut down at that point. Um, and and I've, I've read some, some studies with the Park Service and NC Wildlife where some of these fish um, will actually, like, bed down in the stream bed and basically survive on, I guess they're picking up radiant heat with the rocks um in in the bottom of the river but it gets to like some crazy technical stuff but um if those if those streams don't freeze over then then you've certainly got a chance right so um there were you know 
people catching, uh, having pretty, pretty good successful days back in December. You know, we were talking about how warm it was in December. Um, that was pretty phenomenal. I think what you've got to watch is, you know, if we have a, you know, let's say the, like a Saturday, I think the high was 45. So higher elevation, the high might be 35. So those fish are going to be super lethargic. Um, yes, they're opportunistic and they're going to eat things when they see them presented well just to have a good snack, but you know, they're going to burn a lot of energy to go get it. Um, and so they're going to, they're going to decide, you know, is that thing worth it? Basically. Um, I think our buddy Matt calls it the law of conservation of energy, um, to, to cite my source there with Matt Brown. But, um, the, um, pay attention to how many days you stay warm. So if we hit a stretch where let's say for six days, let's say for the next four days, we hit 50 degrees and the lows, not but the thirties. And yeah, I think you've got a chance to go up there and do some dry dropper work. Um, and but pay attention to how deep the pools are too, because we'll see we'll see fish go into actually during the day into shallower water to warm up because the the rocks. If you got a dark colored rock in six inches of water, well that rock in the sunshine is going to warm up. And so the water, the radiant the radiant heat coming off that rock will warm the water around the rock slightly. Um, and and you know, those fish will be drawn to that. And two, you know, where, where springs are coming into these creeks, um, below the water, we, we don't see that. So that's, you know, water coming out of the aquifer 50 degrees. Um, you know, that water is certainly going to be warmer than let's say the, the top three feet of the pool. So, um, yeah, there's still, there's still some opportunities there. Um, but you know, be careful getting to them. Obviously if, if you're, if you're doing some bouldering and there's ice involved, that's never a good idea. Um, so don't go alone. That'd be my best advice. But uh, take your whole fly box. <laughs> just, just try to figure out what, what's going to get them that day, but it's most likely going to be a nymph. Yeah, and I would say, too, either drop by the shop and talk to one of the guys or take a look at uh, Google Earth or a good map because you also want to try to find creeks that are not deep increases right because those deep creases won't get a lot of sunlight so you're kind of looking that's, for yeah that's play, right that's, yeah. that's a great point yeah so try to find those open places or places that are opening um really kind of towards the east that are going to get more sun for a longer period of the day absolutely yeah and you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can drop them in the comments on our social media post you can email them to us or drop them in our facebook or instagram uh dms and if we use your question I will send you some articulate fly swag and we're in a drawing for some cool stuff at the end of the year from the shop. And, uh, Dale, before I let you hop, you want to let folks know about all your locations and your hours and all that kind of good stuff. Absolutely. So we are still in our winter hours. Uh, so we're going to be 9am to 5pm and, um, uh, open Monday through Saturday. So we're, we're closed on Sundays and, uh, we're downtown Bryson city and downtown Silva, downtown Waynesville is our newest location. So, uh, whether you're fishing the West Fork of the Pigeon or going out as far as the Snowbirds or uh, the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, we can certainly uh, help you out there. Find us anytime at tuckflyshop.com. And, um, yeah, love to help you out any way we can. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you know, if, if you still think it's a little too cold, stay home and uh, tie some flies. But otherwise, get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dale. You too, Marvin. <laughs>